back to Dearly Sphera. My name's Lysphera Lindenbar, and if this is your first time tuning in, on this show, I give advice to any folks and creatures who may need it. So there was a bit of a mystery in our tree this past week. I found a really pretty rock one day when I was walking home from the bookshop. It wasn't too big, but big enough that I needed two hands to carry it. I brought it home with me and left it right outside my room, thinking I'd use it as a doorstop or something. The next morning, the rock was in the kitchen. I asked my moms if they had moved it, but they both denied touching it. I figured I had just moved it and forgot and brought it back to my room. The next morning, the rock was in the living room. That's when I knew something was afoot. I mean, was someone breaking into our tree for the sole purpose of moving one rock into another room? Maybe. If you caught the Kimble and Bimble call, you know what imps will do to try to prank a person. Now, I don't want to brag, but I've read a lot of mystery books, so needless to say... I was on the case. That night, I left the rock outside my room and left my door open just a crack so I could see into the hallway. Nothing happened for like hours. I almost fell asleep. But right as I was about to doze off, this ray of moonlight fell through the skylight and hit the rock. And right in front of my eyes, the rock sprouted legs. For a second, I thought I was dreaming or maybe accidentally ate some weird mushrooms. But sure enough, the rock had legs. And suddenly, I realized... This is a jeebler. I thought it was a rock. In my defense, I've never seen a jeebler with such colorful markings. Oh, if you don't know what a jeebler looks like, well, it, it kind of just looks like a rock. With legs. Yeah, really no other descriptors there. They get their energy from the moonlight, so they're nocturnal. During the day, they put their legs into their hard shell, making them basically identical to a normal rock. Anyway, I apologized to the jeebler and brought it into the backyard so it could return to the wild. But the next morning, it was still there! I thought maybe I had taken it from its home, so I picked it up and returned it to the spot where I had found it. And still, the next morning, it had returned to our backyard! Which is really remarkable since it moves so slowly, but I've heard that the jeebler can move at incredible speeds when no one is perceiving it. So, we have a pet jeebler now, I guess. I need to figure out what they eat. But I won't take up any more of your time giving myself advice. This is the time for me to give advice to the good folks and creatures of Grevlon. Let's start with some letters. This first letter comes from Veolia. Veolia writes, Dear Lysphera, Hello, hope you're doing well. I'm hoping you can help me with a problem I have. One of my friends, shout out to Pygen, recently made the Marshlands Vineball team, and we're all very proud of them. My other friends and I have been going to games to support them, even traveling to different parts of Grevlon to support Pygen during the away games. Here's my problem. I'm a banshee. Well, that's not my problem. I'm very proud of my banshee heritage. Technically, I'm half banshee, half human, but I still have some banshee abilities, though more toned down than a full banshee would have. That being said, anytime I make any loud sustained noises, like a scream or a cheer, my banshee magic usually kicks in. It doesn't really do any harm, but it does tend to freak people out. Even my friends, who know I'd never do anything to harm them, can't resist the magical effects, and they always get a terrible feeling of dread if I do so. Because of this, I have to avoid cheering at these vineball games to prevent everyone around me from suddenly feeling like an icy wave of cold is washing over them. Or, even worse, if my sound somehow reached Pygen and the rest of the Marshlands team and messed up their game. I want to support my friend, but I feel so unsupportive just sitting there, even though I'm clapping as loud as I can. Also, my hands start to hurt from clapping so much. Do you have any suggestions for how I can support my friend without invoking my ancestral banshee whale? Thank you. Love the show. Best, Thealia. She, her. I feel like this one's going to be an easy one. For better or for worse, I know a lot of ways to make some noise. 
But before we get into that, I think you should know that there's no way your friend doesn't realize that you support them so much. I mean, going to every game, even traveling to watch them play? I'm sure they feel more than supported by you, even if you can't vocalize it. That being said, let's get into the art of noisemaking. My best friend Raydra is also a big sports fan, and she and I have watched a ton of recreational vineball here in the towering forest. Raydra especially loves making a lot of noise at games. I honestly think she believes it's part of the sport. One of her favorite things to do is take a metal box and fill it with a bunch of clangy junk and just shake it as hard as she can. Just make sure the box is sealed shut or else that clangy junk is going to go flying and hit everyone in the surrounding area. I have a scar on my shoulder to prove it. Oh, I'm not sure if Cuban stalks grow in the marshlands, but they're these long, sturdy shoots with a hard exterior that grow out of the ground. Actually, they mostly grow in the wet areas near the Towering Forest Waterfall, so I feel like you might have them in the marshlands. I don't know. If you do, this could be helpful. So one time, I pulled a Gilbin stalk out of the ground and I sawed it in half. The stalk was about two feet when I pulled it, so it turned into two nice little one-foot sticks. And I'll just take those sticks to games and bang them together. It's like clapping, but less painful on your palms. They make a great noise. I'm sure there are tons more ways you can make more noise without using your voice, and it can even be fun to come up with new ideas. I hope those help you get the ball rolling, but don't forget, your friend knows you support them, even if you can't cheer them on like the rest of your friends. You're a good friend. Hope that helps. Thanks for writing in. Our next letter comes from Boxado. Boxado writes, Dear Lisfira, I live in the hills of Longforn, and there's a lullery flower patch that grows behind my cottage. This time of year, every year, the lullery bloom for a month, releasing a ton of pollen into the air. I, unfortunately, get massive headaches from this pollen. I know I should probably just pull the flowers up, but the frizzy bees love them, and the last thing I want is to get on the bad side of a swarm of frizzy bees. So I just have to deal with the headaches. Everyone has their own home remedies for headaches, so my question is, do you have any? I've tried some that work sometimes, and I'm always looking for new ones to try. Thank you. Best, Boxado. Ugh, Boxado, lellery headaches are the worst. But good call about the frizzy bees. My mom once tried to pull some lellery out of her garden because my other mom gets hit hard by those headaches, and we had to lock ourselves in our tree for three days straight before the frizzy bees gave up and left. But I do have a couple of home remedies that mama uses for her headaches. One remedy is squishing up joyberries into a paste and spreading them on your forehead and the sides of your face. Keep it on there for about 20 minutes, then wash it off with cold water. Do not eat the joyberry paste. It will smell delicious and you will want to eat it, but if you do, that will not help your headache. Oh, there's another remedy that I learned from Raedra's Aunt Valindra. If you have a body of water near you, see if you can find a couple of small flat rocks that shimmer in the moonlight. Those are fairy rocks. They're regular rocks that fairies use to surf on the water for fun. If the rocks have been left behind, that means the fairies that use them don't want them anymore, so they're fine to take. I've asked a few fairies about this before, and they've confirmed it. Aunt Valindra can be a little morally gray sometimes, in an endearing sort of way, so I just wanted to make sure. When the fairies ride on the rocks, they leave a little bit of magic on them. So take the rock home and lie down, resting the rocks on your forehead. Stay there for about a half an hour, and your headache should stay away for a few days after that. I always like to return the rocks to where I found them after I'm done, in case any fairies want to use them again. Like you said, everyone has their own home remedies, so I suggest try these, try other ones that people suggest, and eventually you'll find ones that tend to work for you. Hope that helps. Thanks for writing in. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, and then we'll be back with some call-ins. If you need some advice, just tell your speaking plant to call Dearless Fira at the Towering Forest radio station. Now, a word from our sponsor. Mommy, look what I can do! Sweetie, not on the couch! 
My magical child is five, and as many other parents know, the fiery fives can be a difficult age to deal with. That was our third couch this month. When your child starts wielding fire magic, it's a daily struggle to keep the house from burning down. Introducing No Flame by Oberdane. With our new fire retardant formula, No Flame will keep the fire at bay. Just spray it on every surface of your house and watch the fire snuff out before it can spread. No Flame doesn't leave sticky surfaces or stained fabric and is completely odorless. Or you can get one of our three scented sprays, Fairy Mushroom on a Hot Summer's Day, the mossy cave of a sleeping basilisk, or lavender. Mmm, smells great. So tell your speaking plant to call Oberdane's enchantments and wards and order your no flame today. Mommy, look what I can do! Let's see it, sweetheart. Don't worry about the couch. I've already sprayed it with no flame. Warning, no flame is proven to be effective against 67% of fire magic. Oberdane's enchantments and wards does not take responsibility for any fire spells that may resist no flame, including, but not limited to, fireball, flaming finger, the s'mores charm, or burning buns. User discretion is advised. And we're back with Dearless Fira. For those of you just tuning in, on this show, I give advice to any folks and creatures who may need it. Remember, if you need advice, just tell your speaking plant you want to call this Fira at the Towering Forest radio station. And here's our first caller. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hi, Lesphira. Thanks for taking my call. My name's Narabel. Hi, Narabel. Of course, I'm looking forward to helping in any way I can. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. We had a storm pass through last night, which made the water surface really choppy, but the sun's out now and I'm enjoying it on my favorite rock. Oh, do you live near water? As near as anyone can get to it. I'm a mermaid. I live in the Curtibus Sea. Uh, hello? Barnacles, I knew I shouldn't have gotten this speaking seaweed at a coral sail. No, hi, sorry, you're here. I mean, I'm here. We're here on the calling. I've done the call. Calling me. You called me. Thank you. You do talking now, please. Good. I I'm glad I didn't lose you, because I need some advice. Oh, wow. Oh, that's really funny. Um, I, I actually do a radio show where I uh, give advice. It isn't that this show? Th the one I just called into? Oh, Namorous, I'm not going to be able to get through this. Oh, hang on just a sec. I see a turtle on some nearby rocks that got flipped onto its back. Rufin, I can't... No, Rufin, can we cancel the show? Is it too late to cancel the show? Oh, don't give me the calm down hands. She sounds so pretty. Back! Front! I mean, welcome to the show. My show. How was the turtle being? Oh, they're fine. Just gave them a little flip and they're on their way now. Well, you know what they say about turtles. What's that? Huh? Anyway, here's my issue. Have you heard of the annual Curtibus Sea Singing Competition? The annual... Oh! Oh, yeah! Yeah, I have heard of it. So, for those who don't know, some mer people have the magical ability to use our singing voices to enchant landfolk. These days, it's frowned upon to use that magic on landfolk without good cause, but every year we have this singing competition to show off our powers. We get landfolk volunteers, and there are a bunch of prizes. It's, it's super fun. Sounds like fun! Right. So, there's one contest in the competition for original songwriting. We're given a prompt ahead of time to write the most powerful song to compel a landfolk to do a specific task. The mer person who can enchant their landfolk to complete that task the fastest with their original song wins. This might be a silly question. Could a bad song cause a mer person to fail at enchanting someone? Absolutely. If the tune isn't strong enough or the words aren't meaningful, the song is weaker in power. Oh, fascinating. My best friend, 
Her name is Scaliana. She and I enter the songwriting contest every year, and neither of us ever wins. But every year, she... Oh, it makes me so mad. What is it? She won't admit to it, but she steals my words. Wouldn't it be obvious that she was stealing your words? Wouldn't they be exactly the same? Well, she doesn't steal them entirely, but she... What's the word? Paraphrases? Give me an example. Okay, well, last year's contest, the prompt was to enchant a landfolk to climb up a whipwind tree, break off one of its giant leaves, climb back down, swim out to the rocks where the contestants were sitting, and fan their mer person with a giant leaf. I wrote a beautiful ballad called Wing of the Whipwind. One of the lines went, Oh, I, I won't sing with the magic. I don't want to enchant you and your listeners. Oh, yeah, right. Good. <laughs> the line was, Hand over hand to the sky above, pluck off a leaf and return my love. Uh, the wow, that's, uh, that's, um, um. Oh no, I, I didn't accidentally use magic, did I? Are you okay? Fine, I am a-okay, all good here, 100%. Good. Continue. So that was my song. Scaliana's song, on the other fin, had a line that went like, Use your strong hands to climb the tree above. Pick me that leaf. Thank you, my love. Did it, um, uh, did it have the same tune? No, but you hear the similarities, right? Basically the same lyrics, just not as good as mine. Don't you agree? I, yes, I agree with you on this and anything else forever. Come on, Lindenbar, pull it together. You're weak. I think that since our lyrics are so similar, the judges give me a low score because they don't know which one of us is the original. So what do I do? We always work on our songs together, but she can't keep getting away with copying me every year. Be cool. Be professional. Okay. I think that you should find a way to suggest to Scaliana that you two should work on your song separately this year. Maybe tell her you have trouble concentrating when you're with another person, and you think maybe working apart would give both of you a better chance at winning. Hmm, yeah, that, that could work. I mean, we haven't won yet. It would make sense for me to suggest trying a different songwriting strategy to see if that brings one of us more success. Preferably me, but maybe she'll benefit from it too. At least then she can have the chance to make something original. Lysphera, you're so smart. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I just, I, I realized I was digging my fingernails into my arm for that whole time, but my arm was also numb for a moment, so I didn't actually feel it until just now. You know how it is. Sure. Well, thanks for the advice. Oh, my time is yours. I mean, anytime you need advice, I'm, I have this show for you. So, I, I mean, it's not for you, but you can call it whenever you want. As long as I'm on the air at that time. Um, uh, but also, you could just call me whenever. I No, that's weird. That's weird. Never mind. Uh, thank you for calling. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Reuven, I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. And you wanted to cancel the show. Ye of little faith. <sighs> okay. Um, hopefully, this next caller won't give me quite as many heart palpitations. <laughs> Okay, uh, here's our next caller. Hello, caller. You're on the air. I do not steal Narabelle's songs. Oh, boy. Do I sometimes get inspired by her words? Sure, but we're supposed to be writing about the same thing. There are going to be similarities. You're Scaliana, I assume? Yes, former best friend of Narabelle. 
She says I'm stealing her words, but she conveniently failed to mention that her tunes are always eerily similar to the ones I come up with. Sorry, uh, we can get back to that. I just need to know. It's very important to me. You sound angry right now. Is any of that anger directed toward me? What? I just, if I think someone's angry at me, I really just cannot operate until I make it right in some way. No, you're fine. I knew you were just doing your advice thing. I'm not angry at you. Oh, thank Namrus. Okay, sorry. Please continue. Last year's contest? The one she was talking about? Maybe I borrowed her rhyme scheme for a few lines. Big deal. But that tune she sang? Hand over hand to the sky above. Pluck off a leaf and return my love. That's just a worse version of my tune. Use your strong hands to climb the tree above. Pick me that leaf. Thank you, my love. Okay, yeah, I hear the similarities. I think the reason I've never won is because they'll hear how similar Narabelle's mediocre tune is to mine and just lump ours together forgetting that mine was actually good. Well, then it seems like maybe you'll both benefit from working on your songs apart this year. Works for me. I just wanted to come on here and set the record straight. She... Oh, I'm getting another call. <laughs> I know who this is. I'm patching her in. Oh, I really don't need to be in the middle you of... slimy siren. You even copied my way of getting advice. I didn't copy you. I'm just here to give Lysphera the full story. Lysphera, aren't you happy you have all the information now? Um, my body feels like it's on fire right now. Does that answer your question? Look, maybe I happen to use a few notes in a similar order that you used them. So you admit it! Only if you admit that you stole my words! <sighs> oh please, I made them better. You absolutely did not. You made them a lot worse. Your version had way too many syllables, and you didn't even tell your land folk to come to you. Well, your version sounded like a literal funeral dirge. I wasn't sure. Did you want your land folk to swim to you, or did you mean for him to bury his head in the sand after climbing down the tree? Oh, you- Enough! Okay, I think I have a solution. Well, two solutions. Are you two willing to listen? I'll listen if Scaliana listens. Well, I'll listen even if Narabelle doesn't listen. I'm original like that. I'm original like that. Hey! I'm listening. Okay. So, the first solution is the one I offered to Narabelle initially. Write your song separately. That way, neither of you can take ideas from the other one, whether it's accidental or on purpose. Sure. The second solution is that you two write a song together. What? Is there anywhere in the rules that says a song can only be written and performed by one more person? No, I, I don't think so. The only rules are really about not leading the land folk to certain death. But why would I want to write a song with her? Because, one, it seems like you two have your own strengths. Narabelle, you're great at writing lyrics. That's why Scaliana was inspired to write words similar to yours. You really do create great rhymes. Oh. And, Scaliana, you clearly have a great ear for a powerful melody. That's why Narabelle imitated some of the notes you used. I just can't figure out how you're able to turn melodies into raw emotion. It's really impressive. Wow, really? Yeah. Thanks. So, if you two wrote a song together, I think you'd finally have a good chance at winning that contest. And what was two? Huh? You said one before saying all that? Was there a second reason? Oh, right. Two, you two are friends. 
And you clearly enjoy writing together since you've been doing it for so many years. Writing our songs together is part of why I love this contest so much. Same for me. It wouldn't be the same if I was working on my song alone. So what do you say? Partners? Yeah, I'd like that. Thanks, Lesphira. Sorry you got caught up in the middle of all this. But you were a big help. Now maybe we actually have a fighting chance at winning this contest. Hey, Scaly. Yeah? How about for our first collaboration, we write a song for Lesphira? Yes! The Ballad of Lesphira, the smartest elf in Grevlon who gives great advice. The title's a bit long. Good point. I'll leave the words to you. How does that sound to you, Lesphira? Are you okay? Is she okay? Yeah, she does that a lot. This is the best day of my life. Well, we should get to writing. Hope to see you at the competition, Lesphira. Oh, I'm there! I mean, I'm not currently there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm in the towering forest, but I, I would love to go. I love traveling. And that's not true, but I will travel for you. Not, not for you, but for the competition. To go see it. Hear it. You're singing, I mean. Thanks for calling! Bye-bye! Bye! Reuven? What do I do next? Do I have to take more calls? No? No more calls? Oh... I feel like I was talking for 50 years. I know some people might think 50 years isn't very long for an elf, but we still experience time at the same rate as everyone else. And that felt like 50 long years. Great years, but long ones. As always, thank you for listening to Dear Lysphera. Uh, next up we have... A selection of siren songs. Okay, really? Am I being pranked? Why is this happening to me? I need to go lie down, seriously. I'll talk to you all again real soon. Um, keep your chin up. Uh, mermaids are beautiful. I'm a mess. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dear Lesphira, which was created, written, and edited by Katie Siegel. Lesphira was voiced by Katie Siegel. The sponsor was voiced by Milena Moxe. Narabelle was voiced by Elise Bender. Scaliana was voiced by Maya Mitterhoff. And I'm Nicole. Hi! If you enjoy the show and want to help it grow, please take a minute to leave a kind review on the Apple Podcast app. If you do, Katie will write and sing a beautiful siren song about you. We have Dearless Fear merch. Check it out at teespring.com slash stores slash katieflyesaway. For more Dearless Fear, check it out at at Dearless Fear on TikTok. You can also follow at Dearless Fear on Twitter and Instagram. Or don't. Live your life. Bye!